Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook Noble, and we come together every Monday night and talk about some money issues or money questions or money concerns. And uh, the show topics, I always tell you, uh, they do come from either clients or uh, individuals or friends or family who who uh, who do know me and have questions. And and usually they ask a question and, and I'm thinking, huh, if you're asking that, then other people must be asking that too. So we should probably do a show on it. And, and that's how they came to be. So uh, tonight's no different. This was a request uh, topic. So uh, tonight we're, we're talking about our, our youthful friends who uh, were different stages of their financial career. And yes, finances is a career, not just people like me who are advisors and have bookkeeping and financial practices. It's, uh, it's a career. It's something you look at. It's, it's stages you go through. And we're going to talk about that tonight. Because um, one of the things I do find a lot in my practice, which actually was kind of cool when this topic brought, got brought up to me, was I do find a lot of the, the same thing happens. And, and there's this um, traditional type of investing, if you will, that people did. And, and uh, through no fault of anyone's, it, 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 the education wasn't out there years ago. Um, there were certain institutions that that push certain products. Um, there's been a, a, in Canada and the U.S. I can tell you there's been huge changes in uh, overseeing bodies and disclosures and compliance on uh, how things are done in terms of how advisors present information, how advisors um, share information to clients, um, what's required for clients to see. Uh, it's all good. Like you, in my opinion, you can't have enough information, right? Because the more you know, the more uh, informed you're going to be with your investments. Uh, so that's what that's what we're going to talk about tonight is the the stages of your financial career that uh, sure that people and what you want to do really is you go through different stages in your life and at those stages things change financially obviously right you know you you have children they become expensive <laughs> so you're going to be spending some money uh, so we have to look at the financial plan and and that's where I find that that people have really uh, fallen by the wayside where they set a plan, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, and that's it. And really didn't get reevaluated, didn't get changed. And here they are in their seventies. And I have several clients like this where they're coming and we're, we're doing some estate planning that never got done 40, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, 10 years ago. Uh, I have them at all various stages and, and I find that it's not their fault, obviously, because a lot of times people don't know what to ask. And depending on where you go for financial advice, there's some limits to what they have access to and information and either through their license, through their, their uh, company that they work for, um, whatever the case may be. So this is really where financially speaking comes from. Uh, it's a show that it's meant to be a show for you, for the individual out there to understand their money. It's not a show to tell you, uh, like there are other shows. One of my favorite shows on CNBC is Mad Money. I think it's it's awesome. Uh, Jim Cramer is extremely entertaining, extremely intelligent, but he's talking to you about individual stocks. 
this is not that kind of show. He's not, uh, he's not, this isn't one of those shows where you're going to call in like you do to him and say, Hey, should I buy or sell or hold or, or what should I do with this? Um, this is a, this is about your, your daily real life financial path that you're on. And, and whether it's, uh, whether you're just getting started, whether you're trying to figure out retirement, whether you're somewhere in between, whether you've had some major, uh, uh, issue in terms of a financial issue, whether you've had a, a, a big family situation that's happened or an individual health scare or health situation that's happened, uh, all that affects your finances. And financially speaking, is designed and meant and intended for everyone to understand their own stuff. Because I say it every day, I say it every night on the show, you can understand your own stuff. There is absolutely no question in my mind that everybody out there can understand whatever it is that they have in their stuff. You can do a good plan for yourself. You can do an estate plan. You can be financially responsible. You can, you can understand it. You do not need to understand all the different stocks that are out there. There's thousands of them. You do not need to understand all the different investments that are out there. That's what your advisor's for. And your advisor's job is to help you find what works for you and then have so that you understand it. That's their job. Their job is to be as efficient and as uh, easy to understand as possible. That is my belief. And if that's not how you're getting your information or if you feel like, uh, and that's a whole other show, but on, on whether or not to work with an advisor, how to pick an advisor, the value advisors bring in terms of education and knowledge. Um, if, if that's not something you're getting, then you should ask yourself, what is it that I need and where can I find it? Because there is absolutely nothing wrong with you looking after your financial situation and protecting your family. Um, I, I have had many, many times, my very good friends, uh, the investment club that I've told you about that I started uh, more than 20 years ago was because, uh, and it started in my living room. And the Women Wise, uh, it's the Women Investment and Social Exchange. It's womenwise.com. And uh, we started that way because uh, they didn't understand a lot of it. They didn't understand about bank fees. They didn't understand about mortgages. They didn't understand the differences. And it's not because they aren't capable of understanding it. They never had anybody tell them. So that's how it started. And we started this club and then it got to be where my living room wasn't big enough. And then I got a little sidetracked with, with the work. So I said, okay, I'll put it online. It will be a community online. And, and that is uh, actually what's, what's launching again, June 30th, the membership opens up. So uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's, it's a community where you can go and, and just talk financial, ask questions about your own stuff. Um, because one of the things that I did find with my friends was they would go in um, and they'd go in as a couple to see their advisor and, Typically, the, the man was the one that the advisor looked at. And I remember my one friend saying to me, uh, telling me about this. And I said, well, you're a smart person. Like, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you ask? And she said, oh, I don't want to sound stupid. And I said, well, that's a problem because you're not stupid for sure. I know this and the advisor should be asking. So that's when I got really more involved in the financial world. And, and I, th this is where the financially speaking show came from, because I know uh, women specifically are um, more vulnerable, if you will, because it has always been a, a male dominated industry and there's been great strides. There is awesome strides. There are great people. There are great men that are in this industry. There's no question about it. 
there's still an opportunity for for women to uh, ask questions in, in a comfortable environment. So this is what it's about. So if you and, and it's not about uh, like I mentioned about trying to understand different stocks or different investments, it's trying to understand sometimes just what the terminology is. And there's a lot of acronyms in our industry. And and uh, I did a show. Uh, couple years ago now, actually, um, probably due to do another one because there's more acronyms, I'm sure, that we haven't uh, covered off because they just go on and on and on. But a lot of times people don't understand something as simple when they hear a TFSA in Canada. Well, it stands for tax-free savings account. And to 80% of Canadians, that translates into a bank account. But what they don't understand is that's actually a really cool investment tool that you can use and then you can invest in and you can grow your money for retirement and it's 100% tax-free. It's awesome. But the name doesn't really give itself the right terminology for what you think it is. So these are all things that we talk about. And this is what we talk about on the show. Because once you understand this, uh, it's going to be really easy to understand the stocks and the funds and all that kind of stuff. Because they're going to be saying, oh, we'll put this in your particular, this this uh, is going to be the particular vehicle that we use for investment. You're going to be like, yeah, I know what that is. Now let's talk about whether that's a good fund for me or a good stock for me. And it just will give that, give you the confidence, uh, gives our youth the confidence, the men, women, anyone who doesn't have a, a strong confidence that they have in finance. Uh, it's That's the intention of our show here on the Inspired Choices Network. And for those of you who are, are tuning in for the first time, I'd like to welcome you and hope that tonight we're going to share some information that you can use. Uh, for those of you that are joining us again, you know my you know my spiel about the Inspired Choices Network and how important it is to check out the other shows, check out the other hosts, because we're a we're a team that works together and in a holistic way to say, you know what, you need help with your business, you're gonna watch the Inspired Choices Network show with Christine McIver. You're gonna watch um, a show, if you're gonna watch tune into one of the hosts if you need help with your child or parenting skills. You're going to tune in to see if you need help with your pets and training. If you need some personal coaching, if you need uh, some direction in your life, if you feel a little bit lost or, or, de- or depressed, or just need to have some mindset work, then you're going to tune into the show that makes the most sense to you. And that speaks to you. And all the hosts are available to talk to or message or get information and feedback to so that uh, they can help you know, make sure that anything on their show is, is working for you. So that's important because when I talk about finances, it's easy. It's easy to talk about money. Money has no feelings. So I say that all the time and I, and I joke and I mean it sincerely. Money doesn't have any feelings for me because I work in the industry any more than it has for anybody that works in a different industry. Money doesn't sit around and think, oh, I wish Kathy would invest me or or save me or do something with me. I miss her. It, it doesn't think like that. Uh, it has no feelings. It's like, oh, Kathy didn't take me. Fine. Somebody else will. No problem. Uh, that's how money is. There's no feelings at all. So for, my, for me, um, it's easy because I don't have to think about, you know, oh, I don't want to hurt money's feelings or I want to make sure that money's happy. Um, money is money. That's it. There's lots of it out in the world. And it's up to you whether or not you want a lot of it, a little of it, none of it. I don't, whatever your preference is. Um, and, and it's our job to help you see how to do it. Um, it's that simple, really. Uh, the problem is 
90% of the time, I would say, and then that's not a firm stat. That's my own guess. Uh, just from talking to people, it comes down to your mindset. And that's something that you can definitely work on and get some support with. And there's various shows here on our network where the hosts will help you with mindset uh, because it's, it's a lot to do with that. And, and, and having said that, uh, we're going to actually be introducing a segment. So every quarter we're going to work on mindset because a lot of what I find in my practice is, is people's mindset about money. They're afraid of it or they feel guilty about having it. Yes. There are people who have a lot of money that feel guilty about it. There are people who feel guilty about making a lot of money or feel guilty that they want to have a lot of money. Uh, there's a lot of people that feel guilty because they inherited money and they didn't work for it. There is so many emotions surrounding something that has no emotions. And it's up to us as individuals to work on this in our mindset. Because once we have figured out what it is that we want, we can figure out how to get it. And then we can work on if we have a blockage in our own, our own thinking. So we're going to be introducing that in our show. And uh, I've already got a, a very special guest host that's going to be coming in and you're going to see him every quarter. And uh, we'll be, you'll have to tune in more next week because we'll be announcing more on that. And uh, for those of you who are watching this in the replay instead of the live section, that means sometime in June, you're going to have to check in with me and see about our new guest host. And in addition to that, we're introducing another segment that's going to be very special because Tonight, we're going to talk about our youth and investing and our millennials, specifically some of the issues that they have, that they're concerned about. And we're going to introduce a millennial. Actually, I guess she's not a millennial. She'd be a Gen Z. Um, but she's going to be co-hosting and as a guest host with us as well every year for a few times a year to help us uh, and help our youth understand more about financial investing and financial literacy. So again, if you're not watching it live tonight, you're going to have to tune in and see me in June. So you'll have to watch my shows in June to get the replay on when these guys are coming on and more information about them. Because we're our goal here is to really make it specific for people. This is not, I am not a person and I try very hard to make my show and my practice and my life to follow suit with this, where I am not the person who's going to say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you this. And then I tell you that for 40 minutes and then I don't show it to you because I find that frustrating and I think everybody else finds it frustrating. So this is what the show is about. We are going to take our first commercial break of the night. Uh, we have a couple shows that we're going to take. While we're on commercial, if you feel like it or you're not near your computer, log in to download the app. We have a mobile app for the Inspired Choices Network. You have no excuses now why you can't get a hold of us. You can't hear us. You can't see us. You can't listen to us in uh, replay or podcasts uh, because we have the app. We are checked up here. And that, uh, that app is available in Apple or Android. You can also join us in the chat room on it, which means you can ask questions. Uh, post questions live, or you can even email us after We're, our, our information is there. You can get a hold of us and uh, just click on the show buttons at the bottom of the image. And guess what? It is 100%, 100% free. That is one of the favorite words that we all like to hear. Now in my world, tax-free is like the best combination. And guess what? It is. So you can absolutely download the app for free for your Apple or for your Android. 
So go ahead and check it out um, and you will see all the shows. Go ahead and search for me in Financially Speaking and uh, you'll see. And if I'm wrong, let me know because I'm pretty sure I'm there. <laughs> I've checked it out. I've got the app. It's pretty cool. It's easy to use. So go ahead and download that app and plug yourself into the Inspired Choices Network. But don't go anywhere right now. I'll just let you do that on the break because we are going to talk about understanding the finance, five financial stages in your life. And we're going to talk about what's keeping the millennials up at night worrying and the Gen Xers up at night worrying. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspire Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And tonight we are talking about money management for a lifetime, which is, uh, I guess, a play on words, if you will, because it is for your lifetime, for the life of your, the whole life. And it's also for each point in your life. So a time in life. Uh, there's five, there's basically five financial stages that I want to walk you through tonight. And there's going to be times when you think, oh, I was in that stage. I didn't do that. Or there was, I was in that stage. I did that. Or I did that early, which is also great. Um, so you'll, you'll see where you are at different stages, but here's, here's what we know. And, and I studied money <laughs> and I study money every day and, and I did it in business school and, and it's a little bit different when people go in specifically to study that, but a lot of people don't really learn about money management. It's not something that is taught very, uh, very well, if at all in school, um, it's probably not taught in school and you have to go seek it out. And most people don't know to do that or know where to do that. So first off, it's not your fault if you don't know about the money management game. 
but the really cool thing is you can learn it. So if you don't know what I'm going to tell you tonight, don't stress about it because that's what we're here for. We're here to help you understand this stuff and get you on path to your financial happiness and financial success because you can do it. So we're going to do uh, something tonight and we're going to share about adulting. And I know that's the term I hear the younger kids use about, oh, they got to be adulting now. Uh, and I think it's kind of funny because uh, money management doesn't start at a at a an old age. <laughs> it's actually something that can start at a very young age. And if it starts at a very young age, guess what? The compound effect, which is where you get interest on interest on interest, um, is cool. Like it goes on even longer. So the longer you're invested, the more you can potentially grow your portfolio. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to help all those youth, all the youth one youth listeners out there on how to adult, if you will, um, when it comes to the money game. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about your first stage in your financial stage of life. Okay. So the first stage is where you enter the workforce. So you finish school, you just finished school, either high school, college, university, depending on where you are, what post secondary education it looks like to you or what it's called in your particular region. Uh, so you finish school, you've now got uh, something of a piece of paper, whether it's a high school diploma, a college diploma, university degree, whatever your case is, you've now got something, you've gone out, and you've hopefully found a job in the area that you were looking to find a job. So now you're working. And the first step you're going to do when you're in this early career is you're probably still going to be making student loan payments if you have them. And you're probably going to be having a little bit of debt if you had, a say, a line of credit or school loans or, or whatever the case is. So you're going to be prioritizing debt. So this is a stage that you're just getting yourself set up. You're just learning that, hey, I've got X amount of dollars coming in every month. Um, from my salary, and you're figuring out that you have X amount of dollars that you're committed to every month to pay. You're probably paying rent if you're out on your own. You might still be with your parents, which is great to be able to save some money. And if you are with your parents, then pretend like you still have to pay rent and set some money aside. Even if it's not the full rent amount that you think you're going to be paying when you go out on your own, set something aside. Get yourself in the habit of starting to think about your future and saving money. Um, now there's a difference between saving and investing. I'm not going to get into great big details tonight, but here's how we're going to look at it. Saving is something specific or short-term investing is where you're, uh, you have investments of funds or stocks or bonds or whatever type of investment you have. And you're planning on that for the long term. Okay. So we're going to do both. We're going to talk about when we're in these stages, we're going to be looking at savings and investments. Um, the other thing you're going to be looking at is in the early stages. So this is your entering the work stage, um, stage in life. You, you have to be aware of your credit score because you want to make sure that you keep a good credit score because when you move into the next stages, what's going to happen is your credit score is going to be looked at to help you with, um, advancing your plan. So make sure you're aware of your credit score. So we're going to prioritize debt whether it's student loans, car loan, um, lines of credit, whatever the case is. And we're going to be aware of our credit score and make sure that these things don't get negatively impacted because we're not paying for them. Um, 
So we're going to start, believe it or not, this is the time, and I know you're in your early 20s right now at this stage. Uh, this is the time you're actually going to talk about retirement too. You're going to start planning for your retirement. Okay, so how old do I want to be when I retire? And what do I want my retirement to look like? Because now we have something to work towards and we can say, oh, okay, so we need to have, we can back engineer it and say, okay, we need this amount of money in our retirement. How are we going to get there? So we can keep looking at the every year when you do your review, you're, hey, am I on track? Am I ahead of schedule, behind schedule? If I'm behind, do I, how do I need to catch up? If I'm ahead, that's fantastic. I'm going to stay on schedule because that gives me more options in the future. So the other thing we're going to look at, you're still in your 20s. You could be probably single. Uh, maybe you're just, you know, in a serious relationship debating about getting married. Maybe you, you could be just married, but normally you probably just graduate from school. You're single. You're in your 20s. Um, disability insurance is going to be crucial. So disability insurance is something that it protects your income. If in some, something sudden happens, some sudden event happens and you get sick or hurt and you can't work, you lose your income. That's where your disability kicks in. Disability insurance is a living benefit. That's for you while you're alive. And it's 100% meant to protect your income. That's what it's for. So you want to make sure that you start to look at something then to supplement your income if anything happens. And the great news is at your age and if you're in good health, it's very affordable. So that's one of the things you're going to want to have a look at. So in this stage in particular, we've got five things we want to accomplish. We want to build our savings and we want to establish good credit. So if you don't have credit, then this is where we're going to establish it. And we're going to build some savings so that we can, you know, move out, get our own apartment or uh, we can save for a car or whatever it is that we're saving for. We're also, that savings can translate into investments long-term if we're going to be looking at it, using it for the investment. It's also something long-term where you're going to buy a house. You could be saving for that too. So it might be something specific you're saving for. The second thing we're going to do is we're going to avoid increasing our consumer and high interest rate debts any further. So we're going to we're going to stop adding to the debt and instead we're going to start paying it down because we're working. We can do that. The third thing we're going to do is we're going to make sure and we're going to be very careful and aware of living within our means. You hear this all the time. It is no secret in finance. People say it all the time because it's true and it works. Live within your means. So if you are living a $100,000 lifestyle and you're making 60000 a year, it doesn't work. Adjust your means and realize that, hey, I have to be realistic. Now, you very well could have a $100,000 lifestyle, but you just aren't starting there. So live within your means. The fourth thing we're going to do is we're going to start thinking about our retirement. And we're actually going to set up the financial account. So we're actually going to take action on starting our financial plan for retirement. I know we just started working. We're in phase one of our life. And we're going to talk about retirement. Absolutely. The best time to do it. You just started work. Let's talk about when you're going to retire and you're going to get disability insurance. That's number five, because that's important. You get sick or hurt and you lose your income. That could set people back huge in their financial position. And there's no reason for it. You can do it. You can afford it. You can prioritize for it. You can track it in your cash flow to say, Hey, I got money coming in, money going out. This is what I need. Make it a priority. Now we're going to move into our second stage in our career and our financial career. And that's where we have family and career building years. 
So these are the years that, so we've just started, now we've moved into the phase two and we're gonna start building. So this could be where we're gonna settle down, get married, have a family. Um, maybe you're changing careers or you've advanced or gotten a promotion. This is where we're growing, okay? So now we have another person. So if we're in the stage of getting married, having a family, we have another person we're gonna work with and consult with and build a family financial plan with. So what's, what's the first thing that most people do is they think we're gonna get married, we're gonna buy a house. So, okay, cool, no problem. That's a huge asset. And those, that's probably the biggest asset you're ever gonna buy is your house. And that's one of the things that we want to make sure that we're paying attention to and making sure our credit is good so that we can buy a house. We want to be saving for that down payment. We want to make sure our budget is secure and we're maintaining what we should be maintaining for how much we can afford. Um, we want to also consider, uh, and, and I see this a lot, that people buy a house, but you forget that a lot goes with owning a house. You have to now pay your own utilities. You have property taxes you have to pay for. There's insurance that has to be on the house. And you should have a savings fund set aside for maintenance on your house because the roof could leak, the dishwasher could break, the furnace could, something could happen to the furnace. Um, you might need to replace siding or uh, depending on whether it's siding or brick or stone or whatever the house is made of. Um, you might need to replace the carpet or the flooring, or you might want to paint. Like there's all this stuff is yours. Home ownership is fun, but all of that comes with it too. So we're going to be aware of that and set up something to uh, just save for our house so that we have some, some uh, emergency fund. Um, so one of the things we're also going to talk about, and you're going to hear some overlap in these stages because it's important is um, if something ever happened to the other person, we're now looking at, we bought a house with two incomes. And if something happens to one of us, then we're going down to one income. Can we afford the house? So what's going to happen? So here's the stages. In this stage, these are the five, seven things that we're going to look at, okay? We're going to look at buying life insurance. That's going to protect the mortgage. That's going to protect the family. And that's going to make it comfortable so that if anything ever happens, we're not going to have the stress of where's the money going to come from because we're going to have life insurance that's going to kick in to help us. And the beauty of it is if you're young and healthy, it's affordable. It's affordable anyway. And I shouldn't say that because I believe it's affordable anyway. It's what you place the value on and it depends on the stage that you get it. Obviously the premium is different for younger people as it is for older people. Every year you get older, the premium changes, but uh, insurance, life insurance is affordable. So people think it's too expensive or they, they don't think they might qualify or whatever the case is, um, ask your insurance agent or your financial advisor if they're duly licensed and can do insurance and get some information on it. So buy life insurance, that's part of stage two. Make sure you have health insurance. Buy health insurance if you don't have it. Because again, you have to look after yourself because you are the ATM of the company, uh, which is your family. So you are what brings the money in. So make sure that the money's still coming in or you have coverage or you're not gonna deplete your funds and, and end up in financial ruins because somebody got sick and you don't have the means to afford the healthcare. So make sure you have health insurance. It's important for you, it's important for your family. Update your disability insurance because you brought it back in phase one of your life. So here we are in phase two 
and make sure it's updated. Make sure it reflects the newer income that you might have. Re make sure it reflects everything that has changed in your life so that that income is the right income if you ever got sick or hurt and couldn't work. Make sure you review your estate plan and please have a will. Make sure you have a will. I say this, I think almost every single show, every single person can do this. And lot, most people don't, and I don't know why. It is an important document. And, and I know people have said things to me and they're, they're, they're superstitious or whatever. If I do this, I'm going to die. Well, I hate to break it to everybody, but um, we're all going to die at some point. I hope that we all live to be very old and live healthy, happy lives. I do. But I know that someday that's what's going to happen. And I want to make sure that my family has all my wishes in place. I want it to be as stress-free as possible for them. I don't want to leave a mess for them. I don't want to leave confusion. I don't want them to be wondering, uh, where's her bank account number? Uh, where did she have her investments? What was she like? I don't want that. Did she have life insurance? Where was her life insurance? You know, a big reason life insurance doesn't get paid out is people don't know where it is. So life insurance companies aren't sitting there checking the obituaries every day to see if somebody passed away so they could call and say, hey, did you know they had life insurance? No, make sure people know where it is. Uh, save for your children's education. If your plan is to send your kids or help your kids go to university or college, then now's the time to start saving. Uh, start, start your own business or build, a, build your career further, depending on what your, your goals are. But now you're in the stage where you can start to, to grow and advance in the ways that you want to. And the final step in this phase is we're going to make sure we start we're growing our savings. We started in phase one, and we're going to continue to grow our savings here and make sure that we have an emergency fund and we have some investments heading out into our future for us. So these are some of the things that, these are the main things that we're going to do in, our, in the second stage of our life, um, which is our family and career building stages. So those are the first two stages. We're going to take our second break of the night. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about the rest of the phases, stages of our lives and our financial stages so that we know different points on when to start looking at things, how to start looking at things, because that is a big question that people ask is, well, when do I do this or how do I do that? Because you're at different stages in your life. Well, you know what? You're at this stage. Let's break it down. And you just came out of school. You're going to start saving. You're going to look at disability insurance. Boom. Fantastic. You're going to service your debt. You're going to be aware of it. Maybe start a budget. Um, and budget always scares people. I just say, track your cash. See what comes in. See what goes out. Track your cash. That's what you need to do. And then in the second stage, we're going to, that's our growth stage. We're going to look at maybe getting married, starting a family, buying a house, different things that we need to look at that I just mentioned. So don't go anywhere. We're going to get through these stages in our life tonight. Uh, you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookkeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and tonight we're talking about the financial stages of your life and what we want to be looking at and the way we progress through them and what changes. Uh, keep in mind that this is not a math formula that says you must do this, you must do that. These are great guidelines. And sometimes you can advance faster to investing and saving rather than waiting to get to another stage. You might be at a stage where out of school, you can buy a house, like maybe you're in that position and that's okay. This is not, uh, uh, this is not in stone. This, the cool thing about finances is very flexible and fluid and, and you can move at it through different uh, paces that make sense for you. So we talked about stage one and stage two. Stage three, this is our pre-retirement years. So we're not retired, but we're starting to think about it. Um, we might be getting in that 10, 15 year range of where we want to be retiring and thinking about it. So here's here's some of the things that we're gonna we're gonna look at. There's five things we're gonna look at in this particular stage. And we're gonna look at them specifically. The first one is uh, you should already be on your way to paying down your mortgage and your other debts. Now, I tell you this because these are these are guidelines. These are not guidelines that I came up with. They they have come. Um, they they are a different another CFA that that wrote the article and accumulated all the information. Um, now, there's different views on paying off the mortgage and and the environment and interest rates that we're in on whether or not you do that. And there's strategies that maybe don't make sense to do that, but you're thinking about it at this stage and you might even be in the process of doing it. Uh, the second thing is you want to be fairly confident that you have the money to either send your kids to school or have the education plan in place. If you're providing part of the payment and then they're providing the other uh, part to go to school or you're looking at scholarships or whatever the case, whatever your plan is, that plan's in place for education. Um, 
the you're going to be reviewing your options to reduce your taxes. This is where we start getting more serious about looking at the tax obligations that you're going to have in retirement. And the reason for that is if you're when you usually when you first start out, you're not taxable because you're not making a big income, but you also have a lot of uh, education uh, carry forward that credit that you can use. So you're not usually that high in the tax bracket when you first start working, but then you've moved your way up and then at different stages, not just in this stage, but as you move up, that's when you should be looking at retirement planning and tax planning. So I like to talk to people about tax planning right from the beginning, because I want you to understand that you are going to pay taxes, period. So you know the saying, there's two things guaranteed in life, paying taxes and death. So you are going to pay taxes. So we're going to structure your plan in a way that makes the most efficient sense for you with your taxes. And in this stage, we're going to be talking specifically more about your taxes because you're probably in that higher tax bracket now. You're earning more money and you need to have some tax planning. So this is one of those incomes that were, or one of those um, stages that we're looking at your income as far as tax planning. Now, we also want to look at um, maybe it's time for you to start a business if you wanted to do it in the past. If you haven't done it, it might make sense now. Um, it's one of these things where you're going to set cash aside. You've got 20 years that you're going to need in post-retirement money for. We're going to look at that. We have to talk about inflation and all the things that are going to affect the value of your cash and your investments. The other thing we're going to do is this is where retirement is where it starts to get serious, where you're like, you know what, we're in the pre-retirement stage. Now we're getting serious about retirement's not that far away. I'm not 20 anymore. I'm 40 or I'm 50. I'm maybe 60, depending on what your retirement age is, but I'm, I'm definitely not 20. So now retirement is a lot closer than it was to when I started. So I'm a lot closer to the retirement end than I am to the start my career end. And this is when we're going to seriously start to look at it. What Sometimes, and not always, but uh, sometimes our our plans change drastically. We're going to travel the world. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then as you get older, your interests change and you start to realize, you know what, when I, tra when I retire, I actually don't want to travel that much because I've been doing a lot when I'm younger, for example. Um, maybe I want to have a, a cottage or a condo or uh, a vacation home that we can go to. Uh, there's, there's lots of different things that you want to be evaluating. And you're also presumably doing this with a partner. So you have a, a spouse or a partner that is going to be either retiring around the same time or at a different time, maybe before you or after you. So we're going to be seriously looking at retirement here. Then we're going to move into our fourth stage, which is our early retirement years. And here's now the stage where we're starting, we're in the early retirement stage of it. Um, we have a clear view about what our potential expenses ex we're going to be exposed to. So we're going to know how much it's going to cost us to live. So we're still going to have utilities. We're still going to have uh, fuel that we have to put in our car. We're still going to have insurance we have to pay on our house. We're still going to have property taxes that are due. So now we're looking at, you know, maybe the house is paid off, but maybe we're going to is it too big of a house now that the kids are moved out and, and we're empty nesters uh, or maybe it's not, and maybe it's exactly what we want and that's fine too. So those are things that we're looking at um, in this stage. We're also looking at how 
we have to make sure our wealth and our investments and the money is there for us in our retirement. So you could very easily retire at age 65 and live for another 30, 35 years. Uh, and you have to have money for that. Um, if you retire at 55, well, that's 10 more years that you have to have money to accommodate your lifestyle. Um, so these are things we're going to look at. Then we're going to strategically turn our retirement and our pension savings into income. And I say strategically because we're going to be aware of tax planning. We're going to be aware of, of uh, our estate planning. So uh, when something does finally, you know, when that time comes, when our estate needs to be dealt with, uh, where are we at with the money or what kind of tax situation are we in? Does it, how much is probate, all that kind of stuff. Um, we're going to be aware of, this is where we, we start to, we've been putting money away. We've had a plan. Now we're going to be strategic about where we, we redeem our funds from. So where's the withdrawal coming from? Because that's going to make a difference on our um, tax returns and the impact on our cash. Because if we pay more in tax, then obviously there's less money there for us to spend. So that's what we're going to do in this early retirement stage. So the last stage we have is going to be the later retirement years. And we're going to take our last break of the night. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the last stage of our financial planning stages. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and tonight we have been talking about the different stages in your financial life. And the very last stage that we're going to talk about tonight is the later retirement years. And these are the years where we have to continue to optimize the tax efficiency part of our plan. Um, we want to make sure that this is the this is the time where we are potentially downsizing or we're eliminating some assets that we might have. So, for example, uh, you might have a big house. And it's too big for you and your partner, or your spouse. So you might sell that and downsize it, maybe go to a condo, um, maybe a, a smaller house, maybe a, an apartment building, whatever the case is. This is the, the area that we start to do that. You're also fully retired and you're withdrawing money from your investments to live and sustain your lifestyle. Uh, one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to look at what tax bracket you're in. We're going to look at what your estate plan looks like. 
And we're gonna make sure that we're more efficient with what we buy and where we're investing and how we're putting the money uh, into the, the, the fund or how we're taking it out of the fund. So these are areas that we're gonna be looking at. We are definitely going to make sure our will is up to date and it's current and it's reflecting all our wishes and making sure that's exactly what we want. We keep it up to date. Um, you, you, this is the other area where you, you make sure that you're looking at potentially uh, assisted living. If there's health issues or you're thinking down the road, you're gonna get into that, then you wanna make sure that you're part of the plan and you're gonna go where you wanna go or you're gonna be able to afford the place that you wanna to go to or you have a plan with your family if there's children involved saying, um, you know, they're gonna help you with different areas in your life. Uh, that's This is the area that we look for that. This is your later retirement years. So one thing that should be consistent through all these stages in your life is you are going to protect your income. And at various stages, you're going to be looking at making sure your income is protected, whether it's through a disability insurance, whether it's through uh, life insurance and in the later, the, the, um, the early, the growth stages of your career and your family, whether it's through uh, the later retirement years, we're going to protect our income based on tax efficiencies and uh, whether or not we're going to need assisted living or uh, long-term care. We're going to be looking at protecting our income. That's the generally... That's the general theme that we're going to be looking at protecting our income. Um, the other thing that we're going to be <laughs> throughout the whole thing is we're going to be talking about retirement, right? From the time you get out of school and you just started your job, we're going to talk about your retirement. So that is going to be a common thread through all the, the stages of your, your uh, financial career. And remember, they're not individual. This is not where there's five towers and you move through one, through the other, through the other. They flow together. And we wanna make sure that we are doing all the things that we need to do to make ourselves efficient and maintain that uh, as best we can. And we certainly wanna make sure we keep our estate as uh, intact and as tax efficient and as easy and clean as we possibly can to transfer to the next generation. And I've talked about this before, but you are gonna make sure you have a will. Uh, if you do nothing else, please get a will. Uh, I think it's super important. I really do. Uh, it is the last conversation you have with your family. I've said that before and you'll hear me say it again, but make sure your will's up to date. And at all the stages, you have a will, like you get the will, you update your will, and then you maintain your will and keep make sure it's finally up to date for sure. Now, I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to talk about some of the things that our Gen X and millennials are worried about. And I'm going to tell you the, the, the top things that they say are their biggest financial worries. And these are people that were surveyed between the ages of 13 and 37 years old. So they worry about savings. They worry about debt. They worry about student loans. They worry about college tuitions and making sure they have the money for it. They worry about buying a home. And, and in this environment right now, I can absolutely see why, because the, the housing market in, in Canada has been completely, uh, inconsistent with any valuations. And uh, it's, it's certainly driven the market value of homes way up and you're paying way more for a house that you wouldn't normally have paid for. So that's what's got people worried. And, and are they gonna qualify for getting a home to even not just afford it, but are they gonna even qualify so they can get one? Uh, they, they worry about rent. The, the price of rent has gone way up uh, because the, the, the housing market shot way up. 
They worry about retirement. Are they going to be able to retire? Uh, are they going to be able to retire early? That's for sure. That's a question. But just a normal retirement at age 65, they worry about when they can retire and are they going to have the funds for it? Um, they worry about car payments, making car payments. Uh, they worry about having investments. They worry about medical bills. They worry about supporting a family and they worry about home improvements. Uh, I just mentioned the price of uh, houses have gone way up. Well, the price of materials has gone way up for building houses and construction of renovations and everything. So these are things that millennials and Gen X is worried about uh, because they're in that stage where they're just getting started. So um, these are things that we want to make sure that we can help them with. And we can do that by sharing information and by educating ourselves. So I'm just going to read you some stats. It says saving is the top financial worry of young consumers overall. And 91% of Gen X and 95% of millennials agree that saving money is important to them. So saving money is important. They just need to have some of the tools on how to do it and some direction on how to do it. Their worry about saving encompasses a large range of issues that I just mentioned to you. And some of them are really concerned about living paycheck to paycheck. They had one of the surveyed uh, individuals, she's 32, and she explained that she'll never be able to save money. She's worried she's never going to be able to save money because the costs of uh, materials and living and food and all that has gone way up. So these are things that that our, our youth is worried about. And this is why we're introducing on Financially Speaking a section where we are we're going to address the youth specifically um, every quarter. We're going to have a special tribute to how the, the Gen X and millennials are going to navigate through some of the financial issues and make sure we help them to be as successful as we possibly can. So that is something that's it's very exciting that we're going to have on the show. And I'm super excited to share with you our very special guests. And again, I mentioned uh, you're going to have to tune in throughout the month of June, because if you're listening to this, not in the live version, you're going to have to hear it on the replay in the podcast. So join us every Monday on Financially Speaking, where we will tackle another topic and break it down so it's easy and uh, understandable. And I hope that's our goal. Certainly, that, that's my plan. That's always been my plan for the show is to make it so that you can understand it yourself and you can understand your own stuff because we all know that we can. It's just sometimes a case of hearing it the right way. And that's what we do here. So plug yourself into the, the show next week. We'll talk more finances and plug yourself into the Inspired Network. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.